Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The more I think about it, I was so scared. I, it wasn't an accident or anything like that. And I mean, we were, we were hauling. Because yeah. the twin or the, the excuse me, the Mets were opening up, like they were opening up in New York, so we had to get the cars up there. I, seriously, I was afraid I was going to get carjacked. We we're going to pull over for gas. I was driving this really nice vehicle uh, that you know had New York plates. And how many times had you been to that city uh, before you were actually uh, arrived? Oh, in New York City? Yeah, numerous times. My dad's from there. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you were a little more familiar Completely with Completely not. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking of someone like me, if I was like a Millard kid oh, and I was no, in no, my no. first time in New no. York, I'd be like, yeah, yeah oh, hell no, no. no. Well, and, and we, went, we, went, out. we went straight to uh, Shea Stadium. Okay. Still. Yeah. <laughs> I would still I mean, hear the airplane like, flying overhead. My, mine yeah. was it when we pull off to get gas. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Like we're, uh, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Uh, got, you got all seven of us are accounted for. Before and after, even if you don't have to get gas in your particular vehicle, we're You're getting in gas Alabama. anyway. You're using the bathroom. I don't care if you have to go or not. Buddy system works. Yeah, that would be. Again, I when I was 17, 18 years old. I didn't know anything. They didn't send any muscle with the group, just in case. Yeah, yeah. Was there, was there muscle? Eye? Like one of the assistant clubhouse guys was the lead guy. Okay. Could he? He, uh, he might have had. He might have been carrying a piece. Okay. I was gonna say, could he? Could he handle business if? Uh, if it got down to it. Are you Pete Vukovic? Yeah, he's going to be going with you guys. <laughs> well, the other thing I also recall is like between all of us, we all had cash. Yeah. So what could go the wrong? main the main guy <laughs> the main guy who would later nice get, would later get in trouble with Major League Baseball uh, for things he did in the clubhouse <laughs> um, to enhance the players' performance. Oh. Uh, he had he had like five thousand dollars in cash. Oh. For gas and yeah. and like to stay at the hotel. I mean, you probably would have thought we were we were like on something. Yeah, a little convoy of these like expensive vehicles with New York license yeah. plates. You guys are running a shady business of some sort. Yeah. They never asked me back. I Did volunteered. You do a bad job? I volunteered. Did you ever find the, out? I volunteered the the uh, following year. My dad was like, "Eh, really?" It's like, "Hey, thanks, pops." Did Ron Darling have complaints? Uh, no. Okay. I met Ron Darling once in my life. He didn't even hand me the keys. It was somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> but if I would have like wrecked that car. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been. Then he would have known that who you were. That would have been bad. Yep. Uh, all right. Yesterday, uh, they're they're along with the exciting news in Kansas City. Again, celebrate. Hmm, should you should celebrate? Uh, they have a press conference at 10 a.m. Uh, this morning. You know, uh, quickly. One of the cool things about Bobby Witt Jr. and got to see him play here in Omaha. Cool dude. Really, really cool dude. Signed autographs. He was one of the most accommodating people. I still think it is so cool that he once hit a foul ball to his dad. Wearing a Royals uniform. Yeah, that's that's uh, quite. You know, and his rare. dad was a major league pitcher as well. But he he had a foul ball that his yeah. dad caught. That is like the percentages hello. of that are are quite low. I imagine if Rex Burkhead was playing baseball in Plano, he uh, would have hit a foul ball, and his dad Rick would have uh, caught it. Uh, Rex Burkhead retired yesterday. Well done. Um, I I disagree. I I saw this yesterday from a lot of. A lot of people I like that are Husker fans that said, man, he had a really underrated career. What? No, he had a... He, 
he was really, really good coming out of high school in the Metroplex. I mean, really, really good. Mm -hmm. They called him Superman for a reason. Mm -hmm. As a sophomore, he played quarterback. Uh, When he got to Nebraska, he had a really, really good career. I don't think his entire football life was underrated. I think it played out as it should be. Battled some injuries, especially his last year in Nebraska. Mm -hmm. But he had a really good football life and a long life in the NFL where he was a Super Bowl champion. Now, uh... I had some speaks with Rex uh, about he was back was he back two or three years ago <laughs> because he broke my heart in the AFC Championship game at Arrowhead. Oh yes, where Patriots, yeah. he scored a touchdown in that game, and of mm-hmm. course because of five five being offside. However, uh, Kansas City did not win that game, and New England won at Arrowhead. But Rex was a key part of that Patriots team. Did you tell him that? But who got fired after that game and who got hired? That is true. It worked out. Bob Sutton, where are you at today? Mm-hmm. Um, but as he retires, and, and we're going we're to talk about him this morning because I, I think there's, there's an interesting place on where he was when he was here and a decade plus later where Nebraska still has not found at running back where we had a run of Halu, Burkhead, and Amir. Mm-hmm. And now we have a run of poorly coached position, yep. in my opinion. But Rex will go down as one of the most popular players of all time. He is he is one guy that I, I think, and he embraced the fans. The fans loved him. He's on the list of a Kenny Walker, a Brooke Behringer, an Indomitian Sioux, of of guys that fans like, not only they appreciate for their ability, but they absolutely love. I mean, look at how many 22 jerseys yeah. were were purchased and worn in the state when Rex was playing here, and that you still see. Yep. And you're like, all right, who wears 22 on the... Oh, no, that's Rex Burkhead. Right. He, I, I think, first and foremost, it's, it's how the guys carry themselves on once their time is done. And this is regardless of even if he went to the NFL, that... You continue to hold them in high regard. Obviously, their their accomplishments on the field are always going to get you into the conversation. But then it was just how they represented themselves, and this is where I, sometimes I think the the Nebraska nice uh, part of it it can sometimes be overblown. But when it does come to our student athletes that were on a pretty high platform of their accomplishments, when then you just see not only the way that they represent themselves verbally, but also the actions that speak so much more louder than words. I can't think of many who did it better than Rex Burkhead. And so I think that that's why he is always going to be highly revered. I think everybody remembers the Ohio state game. Everybody remembers some of those tough nose games where, you know, he's getting, you know, 30 carries and he's just doing enough to, to get Nebraska, you know, across the finish line. Like, I mean, there was a toughness about Rex. The fact that he was built like a linebacker, and yet he was a guy that once he got to the outside, you're like, wow, okay, the dude's got some speed too. There was just there, there was a lot of unique qualities about him, but I think first and foremost, what I always think of Rex Burkhead is just one of the real good guys that ever played the position that ever wore the, the uniform here in the last several decades, that you just, you appreciated everything he was because you knew his time was being pulled in so many different directions, but it never seemed like he he didn't have time for his young fans, and, and that's that's something that I think we always have to appreciate. Yeah, he's a he's an A-plus person. I'm, I'm glad for him and Danielle, because uh, Rex has gone through some injuries the last couple of years. they got a young family. So, I mean, he's had a really good football life. Uh, he's going to end up in the Nebraska Football uh, Hall of Fame. 
Uh, he he probably will, I mean, stay in the Texas area, even though you know, boy, wouldn't it be cool to have him as an ambassador for Nebraska with mm-hmm. his connections to the Dallas area. But be 60 he's, tomorrow. he's a legend in Plano. But not only on the field, what he did, because we all have moments, and we'll, we'll talk yeah. about like your favorite Rex on the field moment. He's got those, but he's also got off the field as being an A-plus person who lifted the attention and the cause of the Hoffmans. Yes. I mean, his relationship with Team Jack and the Hoffman family and everything that he built up with Jack and the late Andy to further the cause of pediatric brain cancer, and Rex was at the front of that, is really an, an amazing accomplishment. And, and quite frankly, it trumps everything he's done at Nebraska. 100%. And, and to understand... To, to, to understand his relationship with Jack Hoffman. And, and, and it, it, it's really, it, it'll bring a tear to your eye. Because here's a guy who was absolutely beloved as a Husker. Absolutely beloved. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody loved Rex for what Rex did. And Rex was a cool guy. I mean, Rex was a guy that would give you time for an interview. Rex would stop and sign autographs. I mean, everywhere that Rex went, Everybody wanted to talk to Rex Burkhead. Again, he was called Superman in high school. But just to give you an idea of how deep the relationship was between Rex and Jack Hoffman and how that team Jack grew and continues to grow, and Rex has grown it outside of the state of Nebraska. Mm -hmm. So back to that game at Arrowhead in the 2018 uh, season, the AFC Championship game. Rex is playing, and he has an important part with the Patriots. He's not like just a guy on the side. He's not the 53rd man. So the Hoffmans come down for the game. Jack has a seizure at halftime. They leave the stadium because Andy now says, we got we to gotta go home. Um, and they get to the car outside of Arrowhead. It's at halftime. So, so Jack had the seizure. They got him out of the stadium. It was so cold that night, too. Um, they got to the car. And Jack stops his dad and says, we can't leave Rex. And they go back into the stadium to see the end of the game where the Patriots beat the Chiefs. Wow. Their relationship, and, 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 and it still is, as, as you right. know, Jack has, has uh, grown into a young man, is really unbelievable of the connection between a student athlete and a young person who is battling that disease that they have built that relationship up. And, I mean, I, there, there's more stories out there about things that, you know, Rex, is, Rex has done for Jack and Jack has done for Rex. But when I hear that, and, and, and his dad told me that story before he passed away, I thought, wow, that, that just shows you what Rex Burke had meant to Jack Hoffman. And, and, and there's probably other people out there because Rex was great in the community while he was at Nebraska. Yeah. I mean, he'd, he'd stop by places... Um, there's a there's a, a really good story of a Husker fan who whose mom was uh, she was going into hospice, mm-hmm. but she was a huge Nebraska fan, and Rex had become one of her favorite players, and so she wrote a or the the her her husband I believe uh, husband or like sister wrote a letter to the athletic department, and Rex showed up for the family. I mean, just, there's a, there, there's just unlimited stories about re- what Rex did off the field. But I think what he did off the field, in some cases, trumps what he did on the field. And he had a hell of a career. Some might put him in the top ten in 
uh, running backs of all time in Nebraska. I, I think he would. And, and I remember talking to him. It was before a Team Jack event. And th- this is why I, you brought up some of the, the most popular and engaging Husker football players that we've had a chance to maybe experience in our lifetime. And, and there's a reason I, I, I would make a strong comparison to Brooke Behringer because of something you just said right there with not just Jack Hoffman and the Hoffman family, but just anyone whether it was visiting hospitals or maybe a fan that was just kind of starstruck by him, that he always, it, it, when I talked to him, it always seemed like that was maybe one of his favorite things of, of being a Nebraska football player. I mean, make no mistake about the guy as far as his, his competitiveness. I mean, you're not playing in the, in the league as well afterwards if you don't have that. I mean, I, I think all that stuff goes without saying, but this is where I go back to being an ambassador of the, the program that you represent because – even it was probably, I don't know, seven years, eight years removed from his college football days when I talked to him. And he still had that same type of energy when talking about engaging with the fans and being able to visit hospitals. Uh, obviously, his passion for Team Jack. But, you know, we, we see a lot of these student athletes and, and good for them. We, we know student athletes for the time that they have outside of working on their craft and also being able to study that you only have so much other you know time that you can give back to the community. I know now that that's, you know, there's, there's part of a name image likeness, uh, you know, with that, but I mean, you know, when, when Rex Burkhead and Brooke Behringer and all these other guys, uh, that, that wasn't a thing for them. The, the whole part of what he was able to kind of do, I, I think it is impressive that the commitment to continue to do that as well. The, the Hoffman relationship, knowing that that, that relationship touched him so much that they are now they are connected for life. They're lifelong friends, and you see a lot of these athletes. Again, I'm not even blaming them that they'll go and they might make a relationship with someone that is is sick or maybe a, a fan that is down on their luck, and and they're able to to lift them up even for that day, which I think is extremely admirable and and great for student athletes to be able to do that. But to be able to stick with them through you know the greater part of a decade or more and still have that unwavering relationship and friendship with someone to me is is remarkable again given the the time that you put into your profession and the little time that you probably have outside of it i just I, he's a guy that he's a guy much like brooke Behringer. when i was growing up and watching brooke Behringer give all of his time to speaking at, at elementary schools and going to hospitals and, and visiting people that either had cancer or people that had just gone through a major surgery I admire people like that because I think it is so hard to give that type of time unless you really want to do it, unless that's something that you do feel just as enthusiastic about as you do being out on the field. And those two especially, I think, were the, the true example of that. Now, all right, Jimmy's got an update coming up uh, next. We'll uh, talk a little bit more because I, I I think there's uh, you know everybody's got their favorite Rex memory on the field. Uh, they'll point to that Ohio State game. Um Mine, mine isn't that one, uh, but we'll also uh, talk about uh, the running back position because, of course, we'll tie Rex Burkhead into the <laughs> 2024 uh, running back. Sam McEwen joins us in about uh, 30 minutes. Uh, it's mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. 
Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 